As a business owner of an aquaculture company, how can you take the first step to be profitable and sustainable at the same time? That's what we're going to be talking about in these episodes. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Aquaculture podcast. This is the podcast for the sustainable business movement in the aqua farming and ocean ranching industries. This podcast aims to amplify the voices of entrepreneurs addressing the United Nations Global Goals, aka Sustainable Development Goals, number 14, to conserve and sustainably use the oceans and the seas. Listen in to fellow business aquaculturists in their journey in this new model of food production of making their business sustainable and help the ocean's ecology while also making a profit all at the same time. Get inspired to learn how even small to medium businesses can make an impact to save the seas, leave a legacy, and have a better quality of life. One of our goals is you take away a nugget of wisdom that will help your business move from the industrial revolution to business 5.0. Our vision is that of collaboration in the aquaculture industry. I'm Lourdes Gant, your host. As a business owner of an aquaculture company, how can you take the first step to help the oceans while building a business at the same time? That's what we're going to be talking about in these episodes. Welcome to the Business of Aquaculture podcast. This episode, we have Mr. Rob Peck, who is the co-founder of Future Oceans Foundation. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hi, welcome. So listen in and I hope you enjoy this episode. We will talk about the United Kingdom's largest sustainable coral farm set up by Rob where they aquaculture fragments of corals in Europe and sell them to people with aquariums. Rob is an expert in retail brand marketing and developed corporate brand guidelines to deliver customer communications above and below the line, including digital requirements a great understanding of customer experience requirements and how they interact with brands allows him to deliver the correct communications to fit their requirements. Thank you again for being on the show, Rob. No, thank you for having me. I'm really looking thank forward to uh, having a good chat. Yes, and I'm seeing, just for the audience information, I'm seeing right now like a background coral that he has while I'm interviewing him, so I get the perks of seeing this. <laughs> So maybe you can share with us what got you into this ocean business industry, Rob. Well, it's an interesting one. I um, I was very lucky to uh, grow up uh, on the south coast uh, of England. Uh, my bedroom window overlooked a place called the Solent. Um, and as a child, we spent all of our time uh, down at the beach, you know, whether it be hunting for um, different crabs and things like that in the rock pools or, or even fishing so my love of the ocean really came from there uh, we we're very lucky that when we look out of the ocean we don't just see um, the horizon we actually see an island and so we used to be able to know when the storms were coming because the island would disappear and things like that so it just it was fascinating and every day was different and that's really where my love for the the ocean came from Thank you for sharing that. I remember the first time that we meet and greet, you told us this whole story and I was quite fascinated because growing from the Philippines, the ocean is so far away from us. So every time someone tells me their experience of how they got into the industry with the same experience as her, I'm always in awe because I love the water. So thank you for sharing that. So share with us what's the mission of Future Oceans Foundation. What is Future Oceans Foundation? 
we the future oceans foundation uh has three sides to it the, the first part or the key part for us is education so we have a program called reef for schools that is designed to put a coral pod into a school and allow the children to care for the corals and see the corals grow and how the corals themselves and the fish the interact with the pod to create a real biodiverse habitat and from the back of that then we're also working on producing youtube videos that allow the children during different classes whether it be english mathematics science art or geography to be able to watch a video and these videos can be on anything they can be around sharks they could be to do with plastics um, pollution you know corals themselves coral reefs and then they have a worksheet that allows them then to work towards part of the curriculum so we, we, we think that that's probably the, the biggest key part the other side of things is with the coral pod is actually reef restoration so being able to deploy the coral pod out onto reefs that allows uh, the corals to grow but also create habitat for the fish that are struggling at the moment where things like the mangroves have been removed from uh, from the ocean that um, allows the, the fry to actually live within the pod the pod itself is a very simple structure it's a dome with holes in but because there's four of them that nest like russian dolls they become a very complex structure and what we've noticed from our lab trials is that damsel fish which are one of the most important fish for the reef actually will breed in there um, produce their young and it gives that somewhere for the young to hide whilst they're growing up it's quite impressive how kids today learn. It's very experiential. And like when we when I was in school, it's always mostly memorization. So it's very far away from reality. So I'm so happy for the new generation and how they're learning right now. And just again, for the information of our audience, Rob has a track record for designing and implementing successful solutions that are commercially viable and exploring innovation to overcome challenges. And I say that because my next question is, what do you recommend to small to medium-sized business owners? Uh, my recommendation for uh, small and medium-sized business owners is to really listen to the customer. The customer will direct you in uh, where you want to go. A good example, you know, the children are our customers. You know, it, it, we, we can come up with the best plan for a coral pod system in their, their school. And, you know, we can deliver lots of videos. But if it is engaging to the children, then there's absolutely no point in doing it. And with our first pod that we have in a school in Salisbury in England, the children really surprised us. Uh, we had a, a wound spell in June uh, here in England. Um, and the children every day monitor the temperature of the tank. They have a thermometer which has a, like a green band that tells them whether it's too hot or too cold. And every day, twice a day, the children monitor that, that green band. Where we had the hot spell, the temperature went outside the green band. So this then created conversations between the children that we weren't even expecting. So first of all, they were worried that their corals were going to bleach that were on the coral pod. Um, and because they weren't, seeing them bleach they were then starting to question well is everything we're actually hearing in the media regarding corals true um you know they wanted to understand a bit more about what they were reading versus what they were experiencing and the other side of it was they then had conversations about how could they lower the temperature but they weren't talking about lowering the temperature of the tank they were talking about lowering the temperature of the room that the tank was sat in 
And that's actually quite a light bulb moment because most people think they need to solve the problem. But actually, the, the problem in the tank has a wider side of it. You know, and the ocean warming is not coming from the ocean itself. It's coming from the surrounding areas. So they really caught us by surprise that they're even thinking differently to how we as adults think. Uh, you know, and that, that's what I say to people is, is whenever you come up with a business plan or you think something might work, just go out and talk to some customers. And you only need to talk to 10. 10 will give you a good indication of trends that say, do you know what, this is going to work, or actually this won't work. But when I asked everyone why they didn't understand it, they actually gave me the answer that then I can look at that. Again, very, very impressive. And also how the kids think, maybe because they just have this wide imagination and they're not tainted yet with what's happening in the world. So they're almost always looking for solutions all the time. So what's next for Future Oceans Foundation? So what are the projects that you guys are doing right now other than the education for children? So we are in the throes of um, speaking to a few reef restoration projects around the world, non-for-profits, with a view to them actually creating the coral pod locally. Uh, you know, it's made on the Isle of Wight by Art Ecology. Uh, but both, of, uh, both businesses believe that the best thing is for them to be made locally. There's no point in us making them here in England and shipping them to Indonesia or places like that. The, the, the idea is that we engage the locals to build them either on the, on the beach or, or, or close to it. So we're currently engaging with a few different uh, non-for-profits around the world to look and see whether we can get these made uh, for that reef restoration piece. But also we're looking at here in the UK where we don't have coral reefs as we know it, looking at whether or not the coral pod could be used to house kelp. So in the UK, there's a lot of work being done on restoring kelp around the UK. And one of the things we believe is that kelp will also grow on the coral pod, which would be known as the kelp pod then. And we've got a couple of projects that we're currently talking about that we would be able to deploy that on the Sussex coast. So we're really excited about that. Those are really great projects, it sounds like. I, I can't wait to see the first kelp pod that you built. <laughs> so thank you for being on the show. My biggest takeaway from our conversation today was when you were talking about listening to the customers and with kids solving solutions just because they just have this wide variety of experience now with the ocean. How can our audience get in touch with you? So we're currently building a website uh, for the Future Oceans Foundation, which is simply the futureoceansfoundation.com. They can also look up our sister company, which is the coralcenter.co.uk, where you can see a lot of the work that we're doing regarding sustainable farming of the corals and selling those to the aquarium trade. And we also have a YouTube channel. The coral pod that you can see behind me is actually on the YouTube channel for the Coral Center. It's on live 24 seven. So you can see it during the day and at night and just see what goes on in there. The, the night vision is really good on there. So you can literally see all the, the crustaceans, the shrimps and things come out at night. So it's fantastic. Um, or email me at rob at futureoceansfoundation.com. Well, thank you for saying that. And when I release this episode, I will have the YouTube video that's it's on live stream, the magic of technology and the ocean together. Thank you again, Rob. And to our listeners, I'll see you next week. Please remember to leave a review of the podcast and know that you help build the home in the Philippines every time we launch an episode. Thank you again, Rob. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for listening and I hope you are inspired from this episode. Do take a moment and share this with your friends and colleagues and rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway from this conversation has been. What are you going to do differently? Please share your thoughts across social media and tag us. For links and show notes for this episode, visit our website www.sustainableaquaculture.ca slash podcast. Thank you again. I hope you will join me on the next episode and together we can help create a better business in aquaculture.